Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Well, color be happy. There's a sofa in here for two. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Jason and Alexis in the morning, live on My Talk 1071 and live streaming on our My Talk app. I'm Jason Matheson, and joining me every single day when she's not threatening to leave me to start rescuing wayward penguins, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> uh, Alexis Thompson. Good morning, Fluffy! Good morning, Bunny! Good morning, Don <laughs> McLean! Oh, there you go. <laughs> I almost turned it on the computer. <laughs> Way to stretch that one out. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for seeing I wasn't near the microphone. Uh-huh. That's right. Good morning to all of you on this Monday, April 25th, 2022. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the day. Welcome to your life. Welcome to the end of April, though it feels like the end of February. Welcome. Oh, yeah, burr. I know. To DNA Day. Welcome to East Meets West Day. Welcome to Hairstylists Appreciation Day. Ooh. Welcome to International Financial Independence Awareness Day. Oh, Try saying that backwards. Welcome to National Crayola Day. Welcome to National Manny Petty Day. Go get those paws taken care of. Ooh. Welcome to National Plumbers Day. Hi, Carl. Hi, Taylor. Welcome to National Telephone Day. Welcome to National Zucchini Bread Day. Welcome to Parental Alienation Awareness Day. Welcome to Red Hat Society Day. Welcome to World Malaria Day. Welcome to World Penguin Day. And welcome to your very first sip of delicious coffee. This is, excuse me, a damn fine cup of coffee. How the hell's your coffee? Your cup of coffee. How the hell's your coffee? Your cup of coffee. Alexis on this zucchini bread day. How the hell is your coffee? Oh, man. My coffee's really good today. It's hitting the spots. Uh-huh. Uh, French roasty and, and hot. Perfect. That's the way I like it. Don McLean? Uh, my tea is really great. Uh, it's in my West Virginia penitentiary cup that I hot. have from the haunted oh, right. prison. Oh, yeah. um, and But the only problem is that it doesn't fit in the cup holder, so I have to hold it the whole time. Oh. Other than that, what's inside is great. Jason? Mm-hmm. Mine is real good today, and it's it's just that perfect, it's the perfect temperature. It's iced, but it's the perfect temperature. It has just enough sweetness, but not too sweet. And it's delicious. And it's needed on a very cold and cloudy Brr, Monday. Yes. Cheers, Cheers, Cheers. Cheers. I don't want to complain about the weather again because it, it's a it's the thing to do. But my goodness, this is just getting a little bit uh, to quote Alexis, ridiculous. It's just getting ridiculous. Are we? Ooh. Are we ever? I re, we made a joke of it. I think two weeks ago or something. But mm-hmm. I honestly think now we're gonna go right from winter to spring. Or I'm sorry, summer. Yeah. We're gonna. They, oh, yeah. We are not going to have a spring. I think we can just forget that now. Take your allergy pills. <laughs> we won't get our normal ten days. <laughs> Lex, Lex, it was 12 days, Lex. I'm sorry, it doesn't taste normal spring. (laughs) Get it right, Lex. It was 12 days we normally get. (laughs) We might get, we did have a day. 
Oh, we did. Actually, we did have a day. <laughs> During the weekend. Uh-huh. It was very nice. Very nice. weekends ago. But just that one day. <laughs> <laughs> and now it's back to cloudy and whatever. Yeah. But hey. A lot of the events this weekend were indoors. The three of us I know were. It's very yes. funny. I I wasn't. I didn't connect Oof. the dots really until I saw what each of us had put in this first segment, where we usually tell you guys listening, you know, stories of uh, goofiness and and the like. And I realized that we all three had a lot of activities this weekend and, and all connected to the station. So let's start with the big one, and that's the big climb. How did it go, Lex? Oh, yeah, that was Saturday Done. morning. Yeah. It started dre- downpouring. Did you see that outside? <laughs> yeah, it Don? was like a torrential downpour. It oh was like hurricane gosh. conditions outside. It looked like it was flooding. We yes. were inside at the time. Thank goodness. 53 Thank goodness. floors of the Capella Tower. Usually in that stairwell, it's freezing. There's air flowing, but yeah. it felt like kind of humid. In there oh which, yeah and kind of stuffy but that's um, right but anyway we yeah, raised we, over fourteen thousand dollars or up to 20 now i think i think we're up to yeah we're oh really t- as a that's team so way above and beyond anything Ooh. we've ever done yeah because then oh. people on our team would bring donations to the walk as they you know logged in or whatever just to get yeah. all their stuff and yeah so that's fantastic um, and it was just great to see everybody. Um, how, what, what was the team like this year, Lex? Was it a good team? Oh my gosh. We had a fantastic team. What? We had like 60 people. Oh, yeah. nice. Uh-huh. Oh God. It was great. Oh. Um, and, and plus a lot of people who have never, never done it before. That's encouraging because there's a lot of fear involved whenever you're like, I don't know if I can do this, but yeah, they did it. Yeah. Yep. But you did it. It was you great. There's the posters as you go up and just encouraging you to get your keep your butt in shape. <laughs> when you, you can see, do it, you can do it. When you see the firefighters in full gear with their packs on, yeah, like really struggling and taking it very slow, you're like, I don't need to complain in my mind anymore <laughs> yeah, just, that I'm suffering. Keep going. Keep going. <laughs> you're like, oh. Let's give oh, them I some room. Yes. <laughs> I can do this. But they had, you know, upstairs because we mm. raised as the My Talk team more than um, 10,000. More than 10,000. We got to go up to the special suite where they had Bloody Marys and sandwiches. Oh. I mean, the oh. other place also had a lot of snacks and great food as well. But yeah. we got to go up into the, the top. The top. Yes. Special place. The top uh, beautiful earners. It is. Mm-hmm. Yes. Is it, Lex, how many years? I was trying to think. Trying to remember how many years eight. have you eight years you've been is doing our the eighth climb? year as a yeah. talk team, oh yeah. And then of course with the last two years didn't do it, yeah. Um, and then I had Zen that, uh, the year before that, mm-hmm. so it's been three years since I I did it. Yeah, because you do it around this time every year, right? Lex? Yes. around April, oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Zen would have been real young. It would have been like what f- uh, six months, yeah. Lex, right? Yep. If I'm doing the math right, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Bradley and I did it that year. Yes. That's right. That's right. That's right. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, it was great to see everyone. It's just such a fun event. It feels just uh, just celebratory mm-hmm. and and also heart-rendering at the same time because, yes, you see people as you're, you know, you're walking up. You also hear some testimony by those who have gone through it right before you go, so you kind of are reminded of what you're doing and why you're doing mm-hmm. it. Um, so it was Probably. just a great – it's a great event. Helps get you, maybe adds a little, uh, a little like a Red Bull when you hear yeah. the stories. It's like, okay, I can go up a couple more flights, and yeah, yes. that's a lot of flights. It is. That's a lot of stairs. Uh huh. Uh huh.
What I were mean, you this- doing? Well, on that day? Well, yeah, because oh. you said that there was a bunch of other things going on, and yeah, I, can't, well, I couldn't remember everything. Yeah, well, so we had, I, I was specific, well, obviously Big Climb, and then, you know, two auction items um, from various My Talk charities uh, bloomed this weekend. Dawn, I know you had one, mm-hmm. and then... I had one that I that I had kind of forgotten about, not not because of the delightful my talker it was attached to, but because it was organized so long ago. Uh, the last day of Project Down and Dirty construction, um, I joined the Lori and Julia show because Julia was jokingly whining that we were wiping the floor with them as far as f- fundraising dollars. And so I went on and just, we did a segment and it was a last minute push. And I said, well, why don't we auction off like a happy hour? Like, let's see what we can get for you guys. Let's, and I looked at this, I said, would you, would you hang out? Can we hang out? Would you be willing to do that? Like a Friday night, would you be willing to hang out and we'll auction off a night with us? And Lori and Julia agreed. And we ended up, I think the woman, I think she was very nice. I think she donated like two or 3000. And, uh, yeah, so that, uh, the weekend we picked or the Friday we picked was Friday and it was obviously that was back in October, November. So when you plan something that far in advance, we were kind of like, Oh crap. It's, we knew it was April, but the, the three of us, us knuckleheads, we couldn't remember. And luckily Jess and promotions had remembered. So, um, we hung out on Friday. She brought her, her family. It was so nice. We watched. I introduced the family to RuPaul's Drag Race because the finale was on. So we 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 hung out with uh, the My Talker and her and then her entire uh, group. We had a big old table, and Lori sat at one end and kind of ran that. Uh, kind of <laughs> held a stoop down there, telling stories, and I was on the the side. Most of the night with uh, Goofy Julia, and my goodness, she was in rare form. Julia, Julia was at a ten point five, and we could have done perfect at about an eight. We could have done. We oh, could have done. What had did she do? What oh, do you mean? Lex, oh God, Lex. Oh God, she was. You know how Julia gets kind of not manic, but she gets very just and she starts telling a story and then someone will someone will say something and then Julia will go like jump on with the detail and like seven minutes later you have forgotten what the original story was about because Julia took it in this direction. Love I it. was laughing so hard. <laughs> I did not have the energy at that point to no. keep up with Julia. I was like I, I would step away. I'm like, okay, I'll be right back. And Julia was still in the story. And and uh, and then she would get halfway through the story, and then she would switch to a different story. Uh oh! I was it was uh, it's been a while since I hung out with Julia and <laughs> and and Laura. It was so fun, and again, good money to their charity for Project Down and Dirty. So yeah, oh, it was a great awesome. it was a great weekend of my talkers. And we're not done because mm-hmm. Dawn had an auction item. What did she do? You're gonna find out when we come back. Back in a moment. Spring into a new season with a beautiful new smile. And for the best smile, call my friend, Dr. Amy Hughes. She is a five-star rated dentist. 
Five star. That's great. I actually Googled what people are saying about her, and our friend Dr. Amy is doing it right. Listen to what one review says about her experience with the team at Hughes Dental. Dr. Hughes and her team are wonderful. 10 out of 10. My daughter had an excellent experience getting a beautiful enhanced smile with veneers from Dr. Hughes. The entire experience was pleasant and timely from the initial consultation, regularly checking in throughout the process, and the best part, her new beautiful smile. I jumped on the Google too, and here's what one client said. Whether you're looking for a couple of veneers, a full mouth reconstruction, or even if you have sleep apnea and want to get rid of your CPAP, Dr. Hughes is who you should go and see. She can help you achieve all of your smile goals and have you feeling more confident than ever. You can see some of Dr. Amy's patients' beautiful new smiles on her website, Hughes-Dental.com. While you're on her website, check out the free video consult. And be sure to let the team know that Jason told you that Hughes Dental is the only choice for your smile makeover. Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning. Thank you for being here. We appreciate it. We're going to try to make you sunny even though it's cloudy outside. That's right. Always our goal. Even when there's sun. Always our goal. That's right. Even when there's sun. We can make it sunnier. (laughs) Got to make it sunnier. Uh Scorching hot. Scorching hot. Um, so we were saying that we, we had a very my talk, a wonderful my talk weekend. Lex did uh, the annual big climb with a, a lot of great my talkers, and then Dawn, you had an event that we recently uh, auctioned off. Tell us about that. Oh, that was for bids for kids. Yes, yeah. and it was John Mulaney at the Excel <sighs> Center with listeners who bid to be in the suite. Yes, you guys. Yes. <sighs> That was one of the best comedy shows I've ever seen. First of all, it's the biggest crowd he's ever played to. And he was like, I'm a little nervous about this. Really? Yes. And he's nervous because it is the biggest crowd ever. He doesn't know if he's funny, not being on drugs. That's basically... That's a valid concern. Because he's been on cocaine for his whole career. Um, He, for the first hour... Detail by detail, recounted so hilariously his intervention and going to rehab. Really? It was the best dishiest dish ever. It was so funny. He talked about everybody who was at his intervention, um, the all the comedians. <laughs> he he talked he talked about this article he did with GQ three days before. The intervention where all these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAP podcast.com he doesn't remember anything and he read from it and he's like here's some parts that i think are a little weird that i said he talked about being in rehab and how he was shocked that nobody knew who he was so he would leave he would leave the paper out that said like john mulaney in rehab and he would just like put it out and be like oh <laughs> look at the what else is, is that, that me yeah. <laughs> oh my god oh my god, this oh my god. And then he talked about <laughs> podcasters that annoy him. He also 
This was so perfect, you guys. I can't even believe how perfect. And everybody was hysterical. So it's in the Excel Center, which you think, we're not going to hear thunder. No. You guys, it was such a bad storm that when he he started talking to this, first of all, he made... um, he made a connection with, there was a girl on the front row who looked like she was in high school. He's like, um, what's your name? And she's like, Ella. He's like, beautiful name. Um, I'm going to talk about some things that are, um, well, he's like, how do you talk to a high school girl? Um, uh, they're just don't do them. Okay. And then he would like stop and he'd be like, Ella, are you all right? And then he goes, I'm going to get into a conversation that might be uncomfortable for Ella. And then. The thunder just cracked like God was telling him, no, don't do it. And everybody was like, ah, and he's like, oh, God, oh, God. I mean, every time time the thunder cracked, it was at a perfect time where he was telling something super juicy and it made it so funny. He leaned into it. He leaned into it. And uh, the sign of a really great comedian is that he he worked things into the show that's are in his environment like <laughs> he had a fog there was a fog machine but there was a lot of fog <laughs> and he goes i don't want to be known as the gd fog guy <laughs> and he's like there's never been so much atmosphere at a comedy show because it was fog and thunder he's like this is like going into a haunted house he's like this is my story of rehab oh my god it was so great like the, and the crowd you, was into it don they, they were, they were so tracking into with it. them they were hilarious the energy was up the whole time he is an excellent comedian and it's just so nice to see how humble he is about his experience and also thankful that he can still have an audience and also to say how you know you learn from things and he's glad that he's alive and things yeah. like that it was just mm. Great. I mean, the things that the other comedians said and how messed up the intervention was, six of them were on Zoom. And he's like, well, if you care about me so much, why didn't you fly out here? <laughs> <laughs> oh, some of them were Zooming in Six of them were Zooming from L.A. That is so funny. Right. And one of them being his best, uh, one of his best friends who he does a lot of comedy with, Nick Kroll. Oh, okay. So they all had agreed. All of the comedians had agreed that they're, you know, you've watched Intervention. They always have a letter that they read about, like, you've hurt me in these ways. And some of them are very harsh. So they had all decided that they were not going to be mean. They were all going to say, we love you so much and lean into the positive and not tear him down. Nick Kroll did not get that message. (laughs) Nick Nick Kroll went first. And he was like, you've been such an a-hole to me. You don't care about who I am. You never have asked how I'm doing in the last two years. This is And people were like, no, no. So then people started texting John Mulaney on the couch going, oh, my God, we're so sorry. This wasn't supposed to happen. And so John Mulaney's reading these texts saying, no, Nick wasn't supposed to do this. We all wanted to approach you with love. And he looked at the text and he showed the interventionist lady and he goes, you need to get your uh, intervention under control. (laughs) This is a mess. And it just went on like 30 minutes of it was just the intervention. And it was such a great story of him first going to his drug dealer. He had so many drugs on him and just like he had done a bunch of drugs. (laughs) It was like so incredibly funny. I don't you know, if you get a chance to go see him somewhere else, if he comes back through, you will not be disappointed. It's so and he is so funny, like even, you know, completely sober and. 
what a talent. So glad that he's back and yeah. um, that we got a chance to do that. Dan, the emperor, was there with his family. Oh, really? In the yeah, suite with you guys? Yeah, loved it. Yes, yes, Oh, yes. good. Oh, good. And thanks to all the My Talkers who did the bids for kids. And, yeah. And did that bid because I'm, oh, I think that's... everybody had a great time except one guy we noticed. Oh, really? One of the husbands did not like it. Oh, really? Uh, my talk husband didn't yeah, like the comedy. He didn't like the two comedians before or him. You could tell he was not excited. <laughs> but you know what? Not everyone's that's comedy. Pretty good. There's always one dentist they, that doesn't approve. That's you know? right. right, Lex? <laughs> yeah, always. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Well, the excitement of the weekend did not stop there. No. The Timberwolves. <gasps> that's all I have to say. That's all I have to say. Alexis, our sports. Sports reporter, our sports analyst, our Charles Barkley will be back with more right after this. Terrible. Outside of talking to you two for three hours, Monday through Friday, my other favorite person to talk to is my therapist. Yeah, I know I'm good, Jason, but I don't have a psychology degree. Hey, Don, you know where you can get one. St. Mary's University of Minnesota. You can earn your Bachelor of Science in Applied Psychology. And it's fully online. Really? Yes, and you can complete it in as few as two years. It's also a degree completion program with a generous transfer policy. I've heard there is such a demand for careers in counseling and social services, school psychology and human resources. A degree in applied psychology could provide the foundational knowledge needed to start in these careers. The best part of St. Mary's is its heart. Faculty and staff get to know you and become your allies on your educational journey. That's right, Don. Go to S. M-U-M-N.edu or use my talk keyword St. Mary's. And now a haiku dad joke from Alexis. At the tattoo shop, the lady poet said, Hi, Kua Matatas. <laughs> that was a slightly inappropriate and super stupid haiku dad joke from Alexis. <laughs> Sorry. Thanks, Rocco. Yeah. Haiku on my tatas. Haiku on my tatas. Get it? Yeah. Uh huh. I get it. Yeah. Put them right there. Boom. Yep. Poor Rocco. Um, (laughs) I was, I was assisting, and I don't think I'm telling tales out of school. I think he said it out uh, on the shows. (laughs) Um, He went to Disney, and I've been. (laughs) I feel like what? Not like a. um, A dad. No, I feel like a um, what's like an assistant kind of situation where I feel like I'm a concierge, a concierge, or you know how you can um, you you, you can get online for a, like a, on Apple, you can connect with their Apple Care uh, via uh, oh, uh, instant messenger, like support, like a support team. <laughs> I feel like Lex, I feel like Don, I'm, I'm like a Disney support team analyst yeah. because I have two people there right now. Well, Rocco had left, and then I have my buddy Kelly O'Connell from the Fox 9 Morning News, and I'm getting texts from them like, Uh okay, I'm doing this. You know, what should I do? Like, you know, I have option Mm -hmm. A and I have option B. So poor Rocco. I can't wait to hear his stories when he comes back because Rocco ran into the bad luck that some folks run into when you go and that is various ride closures oh, when you go shoot. and this ride, yeah, Alex, or this, yeah, and like the big one, uh, Rise of the Resistance, the one that you hear us talk about all the time, the big Star Wars no. one, yeah. 
It was down for technical difficulties, and I felt because I told him how to do it. I got him, told him how to do the reservations, and um, and then he's like, "Okay, well, should I do Millennium Falcon? And what do I do?" And I'm like, "Okay, yeah, you do Millennium Falcon." Don't be the engineer. Ask to be the pilot. I didn't know if he had Bruno with him. I'm like, <laughs> right. I, I, Bruno needs to be the pilot and then have Bruno sit in the right seat. No, it's just right him and his buddies. It was just, yeah, because Lex, yeah. The, yeah, the the punchline is, so I, I, was, I, was, I was texting him and talking to him in the eyes of Bruno. You know what I mean? I was thinking that he had Bruno. <laughs> yeah, so uh. I kept, I, I was trying to format the my tips so yeah. that Bruno could have the best time. So the last one was, I said, make sure Bruno sits in the right pilot seat because he can take, that's the seat that takes you to light speed. And he, then he sent me a picture of his, one of his friends, <laughs> like this guy in his forties talking to Captain Hook. He goes, Jace, this is who I'm with. <laughs> 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 I'm like, oh, sorry, Rocco. Sorry, I didn't know. I thought I was helping Bruno. Oh, wow. Any hoodly oh, He was uh, sourcing all of us because he was also in San Diego <laughs> and was like, where's that secret burrito place, Alexis? So oh, I sent him nice. a bunch of different things and, you know, vintage shops and things like that that I thought he would like. And he's like, yeah, I'll probably just be sitting around watching the Timberwolves. I'm like, oh, yeah. okay, great. He was crowdsourcing everybody. <laughs> he must have been. I love it. I love it. Um, okay, speaking of the Timberwolves, yes. Lex, talk to us. I, I yeah. Oh, oh, my gosh. The game on Saturday, the Timberwolves won by one point. <sighs> Over the Memphis Grizzlies. So now the series is tied 2-2. to They play tomorrow in Memphis at 6.30. And there was another protester, which now (laughs) some fans are thinking that's our good luck charm. Uh (laughs) Because the play-in game, and then one of the playoff games here, and then, uh, oh, I'm sorry, in Memphis, the first game, uh, they won because there was a protester, and then this last game they won too. Uh, but but she do didn't not make do it, it very... people. No, no, do no. not do it. Yes, she did not make it very long. Um, on hell, you know, he used to work at, with the Timberwolves on the Action Pack team and knew the security guards there, oh, and yeah. they were watching this. Oh. She was acting weird because she was in the second row, and so they had their eyes on her. So she made it like three steps onto the court, and they tackled her. Oh, that... and then five guys came and. Off she went. Ooh. They were the heroes, Lex. Oh. That's I mean, forget her. Yes. I don't even want to name her. She, you're right. I'm so glad you said that. I watched the slow-mo. That oh. security guard. It was like mm-hmm. a nature film. You know when a, like a lion, <laughs> when a lion uh, and the pride jumps on a little gazelle? That's yes. what it was like. That security guard wasted no time at all. It was good. No. It was fun. Yeah. No, Not no, fun no. to watch, but yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Oh, oh gosh! So there's still there's a, still a chance they've tied up the series. Go oh, Wolves. so you're saying there's a chance? Yes, and Pat showed up. <laughs> <Done>. Yes, <laughs> there is a chance. Oh, what? it just okay. feels so good. Just describe the scene, and I know you're a fan, not by default, but you you do love the Timberwolves as well. Yes, you're I a genuine. Am. However, oh, I think you would admit, yes, your husband is a couple steps above, right? Ridiculousness. That's a, okay. Oh yeah. Describe. Oh my goodness. Describe yeah, your husband. How was he? Oh, <laughs> elated, yeah. jumping up and down, screaming. The dogs were going nuts because they were like, "Whoa, what's all this excitement?" <laughs> yeah, wow. basketball season. So they know ju- it. Yeah, they're jumping up on their hind legs, and then on hell afterward, he's like, "This is the best time of year. There's basketball 
all the time. <laughs> he said it so whimsy. I thought, oh my gosh, this is crazy. <laughs> so there's so much basketball, just game after game. He watches all the commentary, all of the games. Wow. So yeah, to say he was very excited is an understatement. <laughs> you know, he's also from Boston, so the Celtics are a big team for him too, and he's yeah. been freaking out with them too. So. Um, Lex, wow, it's does been he fun? I've never asked this, and, and it didn't mean to step in either. Um, does he stay seated? Like, if he's on the couch or if he's in the, does he keep getting up and like going? I mean, oh. what? Because I know my father in law just yells at the TV like during football season. Yeah, but he doesn't. You know, does Angel get up and then he sits back down? Does he pace? Does he? Oh. What, what does he do? <laughs> yeah, he's usually seated, but then at the very... Yeah, if there's something crazy that happens, he gets up and starts cheering like he's at the game. <laughs> I think can hear him. Um, I love the, that so much. He but just can't help himself. Oh, yeah, no, he cannot. And then at the end, especially close games like this, I mean, he's just, like, going wild for, you know, the games, just like football. It's like, yeah. oh, we're in the fourth quarter. There's three minutes left, which really means there's, like, 30 minutes left of the game, you know? I mean, That's it's true. just yeah. There's timeouts. There's... there's fouling each other to try to you know get more time and so uh yeah so probably for the good last half hour of every game that he's really into and is really rooting for someone oh, okay he's up he's on his feet he's, yeah just you it's know probably good exercise you know the whole thing yeah it's wild yeah downtown my understanding was it was was ha ben the energy was real good um after saturday's game People yeah were very excited. Very. That's good. So now that's fun. fun. Like, even I uh, understand that. Like the excitement of yes. one point and then one oh point my win. Gosh. That's fantastic. Such yeah, good basketball. Mm. Yeah. Oh, come on, Timberwolves. Come on. Yes. And now I, they're back in Memphis. So yeah. they're oh, when yeah. they play in the spirit tomorrow night. Tomorrow night. Okay. Yep. I kept seeing all the posts of the different celebrities that were there and who was courtside and David was there. I saw it from first equity. Hi, David. Oh and yes. <laughs> Craig, Craig Kilborn was there, former, um, daily show and, um, late, late show host was there. Um, I just kept everyone's tweets of being at the game. So it was, that was fun to see vicariously living through them. Oh, so, so fun. Oh, come on, Timber. When's yes. the next game, Lex? Tomorrow Easy. night. Yep. Tomorrow mm-hmm. night. Okay. And Cat got 33 points, 14 rebounds. So he hasn't been doing so great. The second game, he like mm-hmm. fouled out and it was just, but he showed up last night or Saturday oh, perfect. night. Perfect. Yep. Um, well, one little programming note. Speaking of events and stuff, as we uh, put a bow on this, uh, tonight is the world premiere. I know a lot of my talkers will be there. We've been right. giving away tickets of uh, Downton Abbey. I'll be hosting. Oh. Uh, the screening. Yeah. Um, and Don, are you coming? I'm coming. Okay. Um, so we'll, I don't know. I don't think we have an embargo or maybe we do. Uh, Now that I'm teasing this, (laughs) maybe I should shut my mouth. Yeah, Yeah, because we are way early. We are way early. Yeah. Okay. We'll do what we do when we have an embargo. Alexis. Um, can ask us like yes and no questions. Yes. Okay. God, I wish I had that's a. That's how we can do it. That's how we can that's do it. That's how we always do it. We. That's how we always and do it when we don't want to get in trouble. It's not really Downton Abbey's not really my oh, thing. So yeah. I, you know, I, I will. I'll ask all the questions for all yeah. of us who like don't really know exactly what's going on. So it will just seem like innocent questions. See what yeah. I'm saying? Absolutely. So we'll just we'll just ask just Lex will just ask very general questions that yeah. won't piss off Universal. 
<laughs> we're only helping you, Universal. We're only excited. So anyway, I'm excited to see if anyone's going to come and cosplay. Like if I anyone's going to. If anyone's going to dress up like uh, Down Abbey characters, costume that I can access right now. I don't either. Oh, I, I actually would. I, I want really a, a, at least a fine lady's hat. Yeah, you know, and I love the men's suits back then. I love the men's suits from that era. So, but no, no time to do that. So maybe always DIY one. Just make one, guys. Yeah, maybe even if it's out of paper. Girl, that'll rip. We'll yeah, sit down. It's just, it's just my naked ass sitting there in the seats. It's a hat. It's just to walk in. You know you're yeah. not going to, you know, afterwards, you're going to be like, done, <laughs> bye. See, what can it. I use for you, Jason? I'll get an oatmeal container and yes. put black construction Perfect. paper around it. Yes. Make a pr- <laughs> I love it. Do it. We, Why not? We, when we come back, we're going to talk, uh, Lex, Lex is, le- well, I don't know. I shouldn't say loving. We're going to talk Lizzo's show on Amazon, Big Girls, uh, and more. Plus, uh, I can't wait to tell you about a show that Colin and I unexpectedly binged last night that, uh, yeah, that and more coming up. And now, a sweet moment with J.R. Ewing. Well, everybody can see that she's cracking up. Begins surely, and who can blame her? I mean, she finds out that her daddy, Digger Barnes, is no relation at all. And her real father is a saddle tramp and a thief, and her mother's a whore. Now, who could find it in their heart to hate that poor little girl? This has been a sweet moment with J.R. Ewing. Very sweet. <laughs> By the way, Don McLean's much delayed because of the pandemic debut CD, Saddle Tramp, oh. uh, slated for a fall right. 2020 re- 2022 release. That's yeah, right, Lex. That's right. I had to get back in the saddle. It was <laughs> I had no access to a saddle for a very no. long time. No, not and at all. And that's my inspiration. That's right. I just love how he casually throws it in there. That's what cracks me up. I'm not expecting it. JR, yeah. he's like, you know, he's like, listing off things and he's like in a saddle tramp and you're like whoa <laughs> whoa my favorite Hold is on. that yeah my favorite is that and just the way and her mother's a whore I mean, <laughs> yeah just the I mean, way he says whore it's, that's and all about the actor yeah. yeah it's larry oh gosh yeah it's absolutely oh. larry but <laughs> who could hate you know anyway and imagine that had they had no faith in him doing that role uh thank oh, you for right? being here at, yeah because of major nelson they they sometimes mm-hmm. in and i gotta get a list but sometimes you know in tv and movie history the the comedic actors that turn take that turn, you know, that do then drama roles, but they're mm. underestimated because they 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 pigeonhole them in just as in in uh, comedic uh, opportunities. They sometimes turn in the best performances, of course. I, oh yeah, because I, mean, I think comedy's much harder. I really do, and that's why it's horrible when they comedies, great comedies like Tootsie and Some Like It Hot, don't get the award recognition that uh, that the movie deserves. There's been my soapbox for today. Anyway. Uh, welcome back. Are you watching Lizzo on Amazon, Lex? Are Watch you watching out for Big- the big girls. <laughs> I finished it. Did you? I did. I love this show. Yeah. I had watched half of it, and I think okay. we talked about it, yep, and we did. I loved it then. It just continued to delight. E- even when she's kicking people off the team, <laughs> Yeah, he does it with such love and care. That you just feel like, okay, you know, they're going to be okay. And no matter what, yeah, you just feel like there's a, 
always going to be an open line. They can call Lizzo and and she'll be there for them. Aww. Even though they're not going to be on the show, which was they were ramping up for Bonnaroo, which was canceled. Yeah. Um, or if, you know, they she asked them to just join the big girl squad, which some of them do in the end. And that's mm-hmm. really fun to see. Now, Bonnaroo being canceled was actually really good for us and the show because Lizzo's big show after Bonnaroo was here at Treasure Island. So by the end of the series, you see Minnesota, you see them, they go downtown, they talk about Treasure Island. Oh, they do talk about Treasure Island? Yes. I haven't gotten that far yet. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, it's really, it's just really fun to see. And of course, this is where she got her big break. Here, or at least, mm-hmm. you know, she started performing here. And so that was really fun to see. And some of the dancers, you just love them. And then I went back to watch, because remember, she was the host and musical guest for Saturday Night, Saturday Night Live. Life. And I, I re-watched her performances. And some of those girls, or most all, <laughs> not all of them, because there were some with just four, but they were featured she brought In- them to SNL. Oh, oh cool. cool. Including one of them that didn't make it. So, oh. at least to her big tour. So, sure. she still called them back to do stuff like that. And it's just, oh, I you, just love it. It's so fun. One of your first points is actually was subconsciously one, my, one of my favorite parts, other than the fact that she's just captivating to watch. Mm-hmm. Like, she makes the show, which is good because it is about her. Yeah. But, um, it is the non-drama of the drama. You know what I mean, Lex? Like sometimes yes. these, uh, you know, American reality shows do it more than the internet. Their international counterparts they ramp up, they ramp up the the absurdity and the drama. Even the eliminations aren't ramped up for the camera or aren't. You know what? I, so yes. when you said that, I liked. I actually liked that because we're so sick. Of the other, you know, the oh. other, the other way. Uh, we, yeah. we have so, enough drama in our life. We don't yeah. need like right. bad manufactured. Yeah. There, there's mm. the word I'm looking for. One Lex. of the yeah. best things, though, there is one that's a little dramatic, but it's mainly because she was adding the drama. What Lizzo's trying to do is she's trying to create a sisterhood, and if you don't fit into that culture of the sisterhood, if you are toxic, and there's mm. definitely one person that they ramp up for a little bit, and it's just. There's just like this great moment where you're just like, wow, okay, I I get what you're trying to do here, and you can't help but celebrate and want to be a part of it. I was like, ooh, do I have some dance moves? What can I? <laughs> yeah. I can do some social Come media. On. What can I do for you? Alexa, I want to make some I was like, well, yeah, get I can down and twerk. I can bedazzle some stuff. I can uh-huh. do some stuff. You just want to be a part of it, and that's what's the beauty of this is that it's. She's creating this team, but then I can also see people watching this and going, oh, Lizzo's coming? I got to go to the show. It's brilliant marketing on her part, too, because then yes. you want to see them. The other thing is I have an, I have an idea for Lizzo. Oh. So she already has an established big girl team, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You are already dancing with her and touring. I want to meet them. I want to meet how how they're doing it. Maybe mentoring oh, the new girls. Oh, oh, oh okay. Oh, so sure. they've added. You know, she needed new dancers, so she's added them. But there was already an existing team. Mm-hmm. Who, who are they? And what are they like? I want to meet oh. them. Oh, Take that is a good idea. Tour. Lizzo, you're listening, right, girl? Come on. Yeah, you are listening. <laughs> Let's do this. Let's do this. Lex has a spinoff idea for you, for Amazon. <laughs> she's gonna crochet outfits for them. Hundred mm-hmm. percent. I can do that. Well, Booty shorts. Talk- I got it. 
You talked about uh, her not wanting toxicity. She says that, I think it was in episode two, or when they move into the house, she was very clear. She's like, this isn't what this is about. We don't want this. And and I loved, I mentioned this when we, we talked about it the first time, when she did the voiceover, when the when the girls were walking into the house and they were thrilled with the mansion and, and what the surroundings and Lizzo talked about how she wanted them all to feel empowered. She wanted them all to be wrapped in in not luxury, but in the best of the best. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so they could feel the love. And I that set the tone for me. I thought, oh, this is going to be very different. This yeah. isn't your normal competition where there's a, a torch and it's a, a dist- extinguished and Jeff Probst is putting you on a plane and you know what I mean? And, you know, so you yeah. got to walk back on your own through that terrible yeah. jungle. <laughs> Bye. Bye. But no, I, I got to oh. go back. It's one of the shows I started and I, I got to go back to to finish because I really liked it. It's so prime. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's so worth it. The whole ride. It's really fun. And, just and have you see. noticed? Amazon spent some money in this market. I know this is a weird little little yes. side note, but did you know that Lexa are billboards? We're not. Yes. How do, I, how do I say this quickly and shortly without getting too inside baseball? You don't see a lot of big national um, entertainment campaigns here. What I mean by that is NBC, ABC, Fox, Netflix. They don't spend a lot of money on billboards for our market. We're not mm. a top 10 market. We're like 14, 15. So when I her billboards for this show are everywhere. Yeah. You've seen them, Lex? Oh I've yes, seen them too. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Going to the big climb. She's uh-huh. right in downtown. What's <laughs> yes, right by um, the Trader Joe's there off yep. Washington? I know which yeah, one you're you talking about. And there you go. There she is. Yeah. So go watch it, my talkers. I think you'll enjoy it. Hey, last chance uh, at listener rewards for the month of April. Gift cards to Lunds, Gertens, Crispin Green, coffee table from Stone Source, and more. See everything up for grabs before. It's all grabbed out at mytalker71.com. We're going to take a break. The 7 o'clock hour starts with how Netflix is cracking down on your password sharing. RuPaul and more next.